summer is here. It means camping trips, vacations, no school, maybe not as much structure. It means long nights, savoring the season. And for some, it can even mean letting go of some routines that we've developed during the year. Today, we're going to quickly chat about three ways to enjoy your summer while continuing your Bible reading routine, how to keep it simple while digging in deeper. So spend the next 20 minutes with me as I encourage you and equip you to keep up with what really matters this summer. But first, check out what Stephanie said about the podcast. She says, if you love Jesus and want a community of women who love the Lord, then this is the podcast for you. Sam will make you laugh and learn in the same episode. I'm so expectant that this podcast will be a blessing to many. Thank you so much, Steph. Friends, you know the drill. Comments like these take only a minute to do, but they have eternal impact. They help other women like you come find this podcast, find this community, and learn to deepen the relationship with Jesus. So do me a favor. Will you head to wherever you're listening to this right now, leave a review, and share on socials. Thanks, friend. Let's get it. Hey friend, welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast. Do you want to grow in your faith and have an intimate relationship with Jesus? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to be overwhelmed and frustrated when you're way too busy and forgot to prioritize your time with him again? Hey, I'm Sam and I too was someone who craved a deeper relationship but was too busy to make it happen. I felt overwhelmed at trying to fit him in and wished I could be confident in my faith and identity. I wanted to read the Bible and actually understand what I was reading but I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time the know-how, or the discipline or tools to make it happen until I found a little secret to get rid of the Christian checklist. In this podcast, you will find biblical truth, hope-filled conversations with women who are right where you are, and all of the practical tools to implement so that you will be able to deepen your relationship with Jesus. So grab your copy, Bible and pen, and let's dig in. Summer, summer time. Summertime. <laughs> Time to sit back and unwind. Thank you, DJ Jazzy Fresh and Fresh Prince, because I can't talk about summer without having that song play in my head. The struggle is real. But look outside. Hopefully, the sun is shining, the fun is being had, and if you are a mama, your kids are out of school, the days are longer, vacation is calling. Summer is amazing. It can be a break from the normal routine of things. Summer can also be super busy. Sometimes, again, we take a break not only from some school and life and structure, but from the habits that we've created and we've worked so hard to maintain. And I get it. It's summertime. We don't want to wake up early or we're still working. So also we're working and maybe staying out late. Mornings are rough. When we first moved to Tennessee from California, we moved in January. So my kids only had like a quarter of school before we switched to homeschool. And we lived in a neighborhood that, uh, how do I say this? (laughs) Wasn't very Southerly. And so we didn't really get to know our neighbors. Well, we didn't know a lot of people that summer, like at all. And I was still running the marketing agency full-time. So summer was hard. What did I do? We registered the kids in all the things. (laughs) We put them in VBS. We put them, they each had like, oh, Hannah wanted to do dance and this kid wanted to do this, right? And to be fair, like here in Tennessee, you have to register the kids so early for these summer activities or else they're sold out. And so we didn't exactly mean for this to happen. Nonetheless, it did. It was busy. They were registered for a lot of things. So mom was carpool, working, and like not enjoying summer. It was super busy. 
I, this year, fast forward, I definitely was like, we are not doing that again. This year, I want a simple summer. That was a hard one and I want way easier this year. I want one that's not super busy. They're not enrolled in things. And we just get to spend a lot of time with each other, with our family, friends, and most of all, Jesus. This year, we're only registered for sports camp that our church hosts. And then one other thing, the rest is friends, home, neighborhood, and discipleship. My soul, body, and mind crave this slower way of having a summer. And honestly, the more women that I talk to about this, the more I hear the common theme of slowing down, of simplifying, of just being intentional. And so as I was praying about what the Lord wanted us to talk about this week, because we've had three weeks of incredible guests. If you have not caught those last three episodes, make sure you listen. Beth, Jen, Meg, they have been incredible. And so this week I was like, okay, God, what you got for us? I have a notebook of ideas. I have my notes in my phone full of like written episodes. God, what do you want? And I could feel the Holy Spirit say, don't forget me. And of course I was like, silly, (laughs) we can't forget you. That sounds so harsh when you say it out loud. I mean, hello, like you're Jesus. You died for us. You're our savior. We, I know you like, but then he sort of showed me when I have forgotten him. Remember that busy summer I just told you about 30 seconds ago. I'm not entirely sure I spent a whole lot of time with him. You know, my days were so full of VBS, carpool, friend dates, barbecue, all the things, all good things but not the best thing, right? They can still be all good and fun, but it's not the best thing to start my day with. And so mind you, this wasn't like a, hey, Sam, you suck. Like Jesus wasn't calling me out in a mean way. It was the most loving (laughs) conviction of like, hey, I miss you when this happens, daughter. I love you so much. Can we fix this? So I repented and I asked for like the desire, Lord, give me the desire to just put you first always and asked for these answers. So I was like, Lord, okay, yes, I get it. I totally forgot you. I'm sorry. How can I encourage these women to not make the same mistakes that I did? And so these are three ways that he showed me that we can have a simple, successful summer. The first we've talked about a little bit on the podcast, but to surrender. And surrender just means to relinquish possession or control of something, to give up in favor of another, to give up or abandon. Can we surrender ourselves to the Lord? Living for God is the highest priority in life. It's worth pursuing more than any earthly thing. And maybe some, as I'm saying this, you guys are like, Sam, I already have X, Y, Z. I have already signed up for this, this, this. That's, I'm not saying abandon everything. I'm saying surrender. Surrender your plans, your expectation. We already surrender our life to Jesus. But in Philippians 1, 6, it says, For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. And we've talked about that scripture maybe in other contexts where like, hey, he's still working on you. But what this reminds me right now for the surrender aspect is that it's a lifelong process. Like we're, this is from now until eternity. And so when I say surrender yourself to Jesus, it's something we have to continually do. And I call them like heart conversations, have a heart check with Jesus and ask him, 
God, I say that I want to give you every aspect of my life, but sometimes life gets busy, things get in the way. So here I am humbly coming to you again. God, what area do I need to surrender to you? Can you show me that? What area maybe have I taken back control of? Can we, can you show me that? And we can work on that, right? And Ecclesiastes, it talks about there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And you probably hear that scripture, like funerals and things like that. But it also reminds me that God is a God of seasons. He's a God of like he created summer. So yes, we can enjoy our summer. Yes, we can have good things in summer. But also have we surrendered to God's timing, his work for us in this season of our life? Or are we still trying to do it all? Summer is a season of fun, but it also needs to be a season of keeping it simple. So can we surrender our expectations and plans to the Lord? Can we ask him first, what would you have for me this summer? Like summer is just now starting. So it is a perfect opportunity. Even if you have stuff on the calendar already, that's fine. But what I'm saying for the, even the day to day, the mundane, the days where you don't have things like God, what is the number one thing you want from me this summer? Chances are he wants more of you. He wants to spend time with you. He wants you to know him, right? But ask him that. See what he says for you. Present every area of your life to him and ask him if there are areas that you need to surrender, things that are getting in the way, expectations, plans, etc. And see what he has to say for you. And don't forget to listen. I always say this and I forget to like reiterate this part. Don't just be like, hey, Jesus, I have 30 seconds. Let's talk. And then bounce. Listen to him. Wait for an answer. Wait on him. Okay, so that's number one. Surrender. Let's just start with the biggie. Number two, Selah. If you read Psalms, then you've seen this word many times, like over 70 times, I think. And I wanted to know what it meant. Um, so I went on a word hunt only to find out that scholars and theologians are still kind of talking about what it means. There's one definition that has to do with music and instruments. And then the most common one I found among the commentaries and the dictionaries that I looked to was to pause or to reflect. Selah. To pause or to reflect. Selah gives us an opportunity to take a moment away from the crazy, busy, nonstop life we all tend to live and consider the immense mysteries and the wonders of God to sit and be with him. I heard this once, I don't know from who, sorry if it's you, but that Selah is like the sound of breathing. When you breathe in, say, and when you breathe out, right? Say, I don't know. And ever since then, it's like, it's not, okay. What that also reminds me of is anger management when Adam Sandler is like, woosah, but that's how I'm talking about. It's Selah. So you breathe in, say, you end out law and it just makes you take a deep breath. It pauses and pausing is still an action. Like we don't just pause and do nothing. You have to intentionally pause. And then in that time, you can take a breath. You can ask for grace. You can listen. You can talk to God. But pausing is intentional. You have to intentionally pause, take a break, even if it's just for a minute. So in the season of summer and fun and busy, how often do we really say la? Do we really pause? Do we really reflect? Another word that just sort of came to mind was abide. Not just pausing and resting, but abiding. Abide in me and I in you. 
is what John 15, 4 talks about. To abide is a verb. It's active. Abiding in Christ is not just a feeling or a belief, but something we do. It means to remain and stay. And it's far more than just like the idea of, I love Jesus. I believe in him. It's being connected to him, abiding in him, remaining in him, right? And so if we pause and remain in him, how much more will our life change? Will our summer change? John Piper says, hour by hour, abiding in Jesus means hour by hour, trusting him to meet all your needs and be all of our treasure. I love that. So good. Selah, taking a rest, taking a break, pausing, and abiding. Number three, in order to surrender and to Selah, the next, I feel like, natural step for me was to simplify. Simplify your summer. You heard the mistake that I made that first summer I was here. I was jam-packed with all the things, all good and fun things. But if I'm too busy for God, then I'm too busy, period. So simplify your summer. And I know that summer is just now starting. And so you may be like, well, Sam, again, I already have vacation plans. We've already signed up for VBS and volunteering, fill in the blank. Or I work still 40 hours a week. Like, I'm not telling you to do nothing, to cancel your entire summer and sit home, right? I'm asking if maybe you need to simplify your summer to make sure that Jesus is the center of it to simplify your schedules, to make sure that there's time for him, to simplify, if you have children, simplify your time with them. So instead of just a free for all the day, free for all, all day, there's still structure in your time. You start the day with discipleship and Bible time, right? And even simplifying your Jesus time. Maybe you had big audacious goals of being like, I am going to finish this book, do this Bible study and do this thing, right? But maybe instead you just focus on the fruits of the spirit like we are doing, or you just pick one book of the one book of the Bible to read and study all summer long. Simplify doesn't mean to erase all the things. It just means to make it easier. And when we simplify, we're not simplifying to make our life easier necessarily. We're simplifying to make it easier to have unlimited full-time access to God. That's really the point here, friend. How can we surrender, Selah, and simplify our life so that we can deepen our relationship with Jesus, even in summer? One of the ways to simplify that might hurt a little bit (laughs) is to utilize the morning times when you're alone. Listen, friend, I get it. When I say I'm not a morning person, I wish you could ask my mama because I am not a morning person. I also now have a mini version of myself that is also not a morning person and she's my oldest, (laughs) but I used to sleep in until the very last second. Uh, I used to be late like a lot, a lot. I'm really working on it. So forgive me if I've been late to our things, but, um, I used to have like five different alarms set to wake my butt up. Like, Hey, you should start to wake up alarm all the way to like, get up. Now you have 30 seconds to leave the house alarm. When I was younger, my mom would even pour a cup of water on my face, not spray me with a cute little water bottle. Like, Oh, sweetheart, wake up. No, like full on dump water on my face. Get your butt out of bed, girl. Yours truly has never been a morning person, but today, right now, I'm writing out this episode at 6.30 in the morning, which to me is a morning person. 
in my favorite chair next to the window that I can see my sunshine. I'm quietly typing so I don't wake anyone up. And while I have Katie Torwalt blasting in my ears. So I just told you that I wasn't a morning person and God changed my heart. I asked him to change my heart. Lord, please wake me up. Please make me a morning person. I really want to spend more time with you, but like, I'm not good (laughs) at waking up early, but I realized spending time with the Lord is a priority to me. He's my favorite person. It's important to me. It's also how I honestly am a sane woman right now, how I can start the day with the fruits of the spirit before the craziness of the day gets to me. How I, when I start my day with Jesus, it ends differently than when I don't, right? Guess what, friends? I'm not special. (laughs) This is for you too. If you need more practical tips to start or get your morning routine going, be sure to listen to episode 54, where we talk about four ways to nurture a Bible reading time and like tips to get started early in the morning. But I'm not special. This is for you too. He desires time with you. Not a checklist of reading the Bible and done, not because I said you have to or get to, but because you want to. He loves you. He created you. He knows you and wants to spend time with you. We get to spend time with him. Isn't that so cool? It's so incredible. We get to learn more about the God who literally spoke and it came into existence. We get to learn more about his character, who he was, who he is, and who he will always be. We get to do that and we get to do that first thing in our day and end our day and everything in between. Like we start with him, we end with him, we cook the dinner with him. We talked about this on that episode where we're just spending our whole day with him, but it starts with a good morning, God. I'd love to learn about you more. I'd love to read with you. I'd love to sit with you. It's a relationship, not a have to, not a checklist not a because I need you to be a good girl. It is a relationship that we get to create. Well, he created it. We get to sustain and deepen. And so many of the ladies that I speak to, a part of the Abundant Women Collective community, they want this. And so let's recap three ways to simplify and still have a successful summer. Surrendering to Jesus. Have a heart check with him and ask him if there are any areas you need to fully surrender. Maybe even again. Surrender your plans and expectations and let him take control. Number two, Selah. We're pausing and reflecting and abiding in him. Instead of a go, 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 go summer, we're go pause. (laughs) We're pausing. We're spending time. We're taking the deep breaths. Number three, we're simplifying. We are simplifying our summer. Summer gets busy. And instead of being the crazy person with, um, like doing go, 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 like I explained my first summer was. Let's be intentional with simplifying our schedules because we have surrendered our schedules and our expectations to the Lord anyways. And because we know the importance of Selah and abiding. And because we are going to be intentional about these long summer days. Even and especially if that means waking up early to meet with Jesus. I love summer, not the bugs, not the heat, but I love summer. And I'm excited for you to put these three things into place and to continue to run after Jesus and deepen your relationship with him. To use these three ways to simplify your summer this year. Until next time, friends. 
friend, I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username Abundant Woman Co. Come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you building community, going after Jesus, and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured. Until next time.